Welcome everyone to the Goal Digger Girls podcast, where we talk about crushing your goals and creating the life of your dreams. I'm Kimberly Olson, your hostess, and for episode 71, by popular demand, you said you wanted me to interview more people so we could hear some different stories, who is out there crushing it, and today I have Heather Chambers for you. Heather, welcome on, we're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me, Kimberly. I'm super excited to be here. Yes. And for those listening, we're also live streaming this on Facebook. So I will be prompting uh, everyone to interact with us while we're doing this together, but you can just listen along as always. So Heather, I am so excited to have you on, let my audience get to know you and uh, just obviously have a great conversation about what it looks like to be a successful mompreneur. So for those that don't know, um, Heather's going to share a little bit about herself so you guys can get to know her a little bit better in her background. But I just, we've had a chance to interact before we did an interview a couple weeks ago. And right away I said, Heather, I want you on my podcast. I love your energy. I love your heart. I just feel like if you lived here in Austin, we would be having coffee right now. So Heather, to kick it off, why don't you share with everybody a little bit about who you are and how you got started into the entrepreneurial world? Yeah, so I am a single mama of two. Uh, my daughter, Alexis, is almost 10, and my son, Jackson, is five. We live in California. Um, I am currently in network marketing, been in network marketing for about three and a half years. I love um, getting to know people and connecting and helping people. Um, so I absolutely love that. And I recently started an online um series called Mama's Making Money. We could talk a little bit more about that later. Um, and yeah, I just, I absolutely love being able to work from home and being an entrepreneur and spending that quality time with my kids. That's super important for me. Um, how I got into entrepreneurship actually was um, about three and a half years ago. Like I said, um, we had, well, actually probably four years ago, we had just bought our first home, my husband at the time. And um, I just bought our first home. We were like paycheck to paycheck, but everything into the house, barely able to afford groceries, barely able to afford like gas and all those simple things, you know, and we were like, how are we going to afford this? And I really didn't want to put my kids in daycare and go to work. Cause, um, not that there's anything wrong with daycare, but sometimes the expenses, you're kind of paying what you're making. It doesn't making. make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make <laughs> sense, right. So I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And I wanted to definitely raise my kids and be there for my kids. And I didn't want to work like nine to five and not see them. So I was like, what can I do? I started searching work from home, work from home. And, um, I found, you know, network marketing kind of fell into my lap. I didn't even know it was network marketing and it took off from there. And I was just so grateful because, you know, it allowed me to stay home with my kids. And especially now as a single mom, um, we separated a little over a year ago. I, I'm super grateful for the fact that I can stay home and support my children and be there for them and spend quality time with my kids. That is amazing that you've been able to stay home this whole time because I always wanted to, but I had to go back and get a job. And I tried, <laughs> I tried running my own business when we first moved to Austin and I had a little bit of success, but it wasn't enough to be able to completely stay home. So I want to acknowledge you that that is true success. That's amazing. And it's to be able to do what you want to do, whatever that looks like, you know, for you as a mom. I think that's so awesome. So when you said you stumbled into network marketing, what is the story behind that? Were you searching on Facebook? Did a friend share something with you? Like, how did that come about? So I was actually searching on Google and searching on Pinterest, like work from home oh things gosh, that I could do. Mm -hmm. And um, I stumbled across like a blog that I was actually following 
on Pinterest already. And she was talking about how, you know, what, how she makes money other than blogging. And she was just explaining it and how simple it was. And I was like, oh, well, this seems easy, right? Like, and it was free to join too, which was great. I was like, cause I didn't have the money. Right. <laughs> so I was like, well, that works. And then <laughs> like, um, so I totally just, I was like, I have nothing to lose, right? Literally have nothing to lose. So I just went for it. And I, my goal was to make like 200 bucks a month or something. And it was way more than that. So I was grateful. <laughs> I was like, wow, everything happens for a reason. Oh, it does. Now for those listening, because a lot of you are network marketers. I know we have our audiences online marketers, so not everyone's in network marketing, but the principles apply. One, one thing that you said that I thought was really interesting just now is that you wanted to make $200 per month yeah. and you turn this into something you can do without getting another job. You can stay at home and have that freedom. A lot of people, I think they're looking for that runner. They're looking for that person who wants to make 10 grand a month. And I think it's so awesome that you just said that because one, we need to make sure that people are attracted to the opportunity to make a couple hundred bucks a month. Cause there's so many people that are out there that are moms at home going, okay, I don't want to go back to work. Like you said, it's between daycare costs. Like there's been before being an entrepreneur, I was like, I should just stay home and just write some articles and coach some people. Like right. this doesn't make any sense. So if it's just a few hundred dollars a month that you're looking for, don't disqualify, disqualify those people, but also look what it did for you. Look at what it did for your kids. Look what it did for you, you know, in this transition, in this stage in your life. So I think that's really neat. Plus you totally are crushing it, which is awesome. <laughs> so because you've been able to do this, how, how did you have that success? Cause you were in 10 a.m. making a couple hundred dollars. You're making way more than that. What, what did that look like for you? Cause you had no experience, right? You'd never done it before. No, I had never done, um, network marketing before I had no idea what I was doing. I just, I literally was just, I think like looking back, what the key to my success was, was being authentic and being real and just being me and, and sharing how excited I was about everything. Um, talking to people, growing my network, um, and just really putting that time into like building relationships. I think mm -hmm. building relationships is super important. Like I never went in just for the sale. Like I wasn't like, Hey, Kimberly, you want to buy some of my amazing products? Like, no, I, I went to build genuine connections and through those connections, you know, you share the things you love, right? You go to mm -hmm. target and you buy a new jacket and you're like, Oh my God, I love this jacket. Like, and people right. compliment you on it. And you're like, I got it at target. Right. So you're, it's the same thing or Starbucks. Oh, they have the new drink, whatever. I've tried this. This is, <laughs> yeah. So you just, it's the same concept, right? You just share the things that you love. And I also feel like it's important to find that company that you are passionate about the products you are passionate about, because otherwise, if you're not, it will come through. It will show mm -hmm. that you're not that passionate about it. And it's a lot easier when you are, when it's things that you love and it makes it easy to talk about. Oh, I totally agree with that. So you had said expanding your network and then also about building the relationships. So I was just listening to some motivational thing on YouTube and they were talking about the, the bamboo plant and it's under the ground for five years. It's just this little above ground. You just see this little thing, but it's got, it's five years of root system it's developing. And then in that five years, it just break in it within three weeks, it grows 30 feet, wow. but they were talking about planting your seeds and sowing your crop and waiting. So now that you've done it almost four years, when you were making those initial connections and even reaching out to your warm market and, and expanding your network, what was the turnaround time like? Because the big pushback I get from people is I don't have time to build relationships. I want results now. 
And I'm always telling people, I really believe in long-term because I feel like there's so much value in investing in people, but also how does it feel energetically? Like, I love the way I've built my business. I don't cold message or scam anyone, but some people advocate for that, which is fine. Like they can totally do that. But you sound like someone who you looked at it differently. So tell me a little bit about how the, how long did it take for the results to come when you were planting those seeds and building those relationships? Right. So for me, I knew how I would feel if someone would cold message me. And um, so I didn't want to be like that. Right. So I definitely invested the time in building the relationships. Um, it kind of depended on the relationship itself. Some of them like only took like a few weeks to a month because when you're talking to somebody, you kind of start talking about like what their pain points are or what they're struggling with, or um, you just start sharing things and, and having that conversation and building that relationship like a friend. Um, so whenever I would see that opportunity to offer something that I had a solution to, you know, their problem, um, then I would go ahead and just kind of be like, Hey, you know, I know that you said you were struggling with this. I have this for you. If you want to give it a try, you know, if not, it's totally cool. Um, some people would jump on some people it would take, I think I had people following me for like over a year before they decided to try what I had. And, um, you know, I think it's worth it because you're building relationships and you never know, you know, the people that you're talking to, you don't know who they know. So like you can yes. do a lot of people through them as well. Like they might not be interested, but they might know a bunch of people that are. Plus they're more likely to refer you because their experience yeah. was really positive And they know that you're going to be like that with that person. Cause I think whenever you work through your current customer base or friends and you're like, Hey, can you like help me? You know, who do you know? They're afraid you're going to go like harass their friends. And so by them having that positive experience with you, I think that raises their percentage likelihood of them actually sharing with people. So I think that's amazing. And then tell us a little bit about how you've expanded your network. Are you, have you built mostly online or are you doing in person or are you doing a mix? I've built mostly online. I kind of have put myself out there in person. Like, um, since I'm a mom, like I'll go do, you know, mom group things or, um, we have, I'm not sure where everyone's at, but I have, um, a thing called MOPS, M-O-P-S, which I stands for, that. yeah, mother or yeah, mother's moms of preschoolers is what it stands for. And so, um, if you have preschool age, so five or under, um, you can go and you can mingle with moms and the kids go in the nursery. Um, and you have like hot breakfast and hot coffee and hang out and talk. And so I loved that because I was able to connect with moms, like genuinely connect. I wasn't there to build my business. I was there to connect with other moms. Right. But you know, you get customers out of that too, because you're talking and sharing things. Um, so I've done that, but mostly it's been online. Um, I go into, you know, like Facebook groups, especially like mom groups. Um, just cause you know, as a mom, it's easy to connect. It's easy to connect and you have so much in common just being a mom. Um, so I just connect with other moms on Facebook, uh, mainly. Cool. So for those that are watching on Facebook, go ahead and let me know in the comments if you are uh, connecting in Facebook groups right now. Are you consistent with it? Is something you've, you've tried, haven't tried, have had success with? I'd like to know where you're at with that because I'm seeing a, a big pattern with people who are not wanting to do the cold message kind of aggressive, but they want to build those relationships. A great way to do that is obviously through attraction marketing, but through Facebook groups, because you can find people 
who are going to have the pain points and are going to be at your ideal target audience, just like you, Heather, which is moms. And also too, it goes right back to the, your target example. Like it's so, how many times you're like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. Where'd you get it? Right. Same thing in a group. Oh my gosh, I'm totally struggling with A, B, and C. And you're like, oh, hey, this really worked for me. Let me know if you want more info. If not, you know, see you around the group. It's just so non-threatening. I think that's awesome. Right. Yeah. So when you have gone through this whole process and this journey and built your business, how, uh, when it comes to challenges or setbacks or obstacles, how do you handle that? Is there an example you have of something that's come up or uh, just in general, what advice do you have for people who are, because there's lots of things that come up as an entrepreneur and a lot of people throw in the towel or they quit on a bad day or they just don't think it's for them or they can't do it. What would you say to them? Can you share a little bit about what you've experienced? Yeah. So I think that everyone is going to experience some sort of setback. Um, you know, it varies, you know, it could be something super extreme, could be something little, um, you know, maybe you you were trying to build customers and it's just not happening right now. Um, or maybe it was something huge. Like for me, like I said, a, a little over a year ago, I separated from my husband. So it's like, here's my world. Let's <laughs> just flip it upside down. Yeah, you know, that. like, yeah, we, we had to sell our house. We moved, um, kids, we moved different cities. Like we, we didn't just move down the street. Wow. Like we had to move different cities. Kids went to different schools, you know, um, all that stuff. So it kind of, set me back in a way. Um, but I knew that because it was giving me freedom to stay home with my kids, I needed to continue pushing through. Um, I think if we allow our setbacks to propel us forward, kind of like a slingshot, you know, you, you pull yourself back and you just let go and you're going to shoot forward. Like just keep the momentum, keep going, take action. Even if it's a little bit of action every single day, you will get through what you're going through. That's such good advice. And I love that idea about the slingshot because energetically it's a strong, I mean, what you went through is very, you know, big, but it's a very strong emotion. If when we have setbacks or challenges or someone says something mean or somebody quits on our team, it's very strong emotion. So if you can channel that and use it to say, okay, well, I'm going to, like you said, that slingshot, I'm going to move forward. I'm just going to bounce back from this and come back even stronger. It's such a huge mindset thing, but it really obviously look at what you've done. Um, and you're just an example of using that channeling that for good. So that's really, really a good advice now, because you are momming and a single mom, which my mom was a single mom. And whenever the question comes up in any essay or anything, who, who are you, you know, who's your biggest role model or person who you think is amazing. I always put my mom cause it just always just blew my mind that she was able to do that. And so you're going to be that for your kids, but with momming and running a business, how have you been able to find the balance? Cause that's really hard for people. They feel like they have to choose and they constantly struggle with that and they don't find the balance. So what has worked for you? Yeah, that's awesome. It's funny how you say balance because I know there's technically no balance, mm -hmm. right? Like it's really hard to find that balance. Mm -hmm. um, it's more about managing your time. I feel like you have to really uh, find those pockets of time that you have. So like my kids, like I said, are almost 10 and five, they're in school. So I work my business mainly when they're in school. So from like nine to maybe like one thirty or something, <laughs> um, my son gets out at two. So like right before, and then if I absolutely have to, I can book stuff, you know, after that, but I try not to just because, you know, I want to spend quality time with them. Um, so I definitely try to do that. Um, but like I said, like if you find those little pockets of time, say you have 
you know, say you have a full-time job right now and you don't have that time while they're in school. Um, you can always work when they go to bed or you can, you know, maybe like 15 minutes before you start making dinner tell your kids like, Hey, mommy has to hop on a phone call really quick or send out some emails really quick, 15 minutes. Um, boom, boom, boom. Cause I feel like if you really focus within that time that you have, you can get a lot done. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get stuck in Facebook land scrolling, no. but like, you know, if you, if your goal is to connect with five new, pe- five new people, then set a timer for 10, 15 minutes and send out five or 10, you know, messages within that time and connect with people. And then, you know, the thing about messaging and emails and stuff is you can reply when you have the time. So the next 15 minutes you have, go back and reply and get that done. Yeah. I think it's just the ability to be okay with just that 15 minutes. Cause I think sometimes people think if they don't have a solid hour or two hours or a whole day, they're like, I'm going to take the whole day and I'm going to get all my leads organized and I'm going to follow up with everyone. And then there's not the whole day. So like, Oh, I can't do it. But I think when you can just flip the switch and I call like changing hats is that you can be able to do that. Then you are able to shift gears really quick and be super efficient. And then when your kids are in front of you, you can put your phone down and then pick it back up when, when you want to. And I, I really believe busy people get more stuff done. Like I remember my freshman year of college, like I took a nap like every day. Cause it was, you went from high school full load to like 16 credits. And I was like, what? And I didn't have a job my first semester. So I was like, yeah. this is like nap time. And yeah. so I think, uh, and for me, I scaled back where I do the same thing you do. I work for, you know, I do some other little things, but I work like 11 to three and then Addison gets out the bus and then it's mom land until, you know, seven thirty-eight. And sometimes I do stuff at night. Sometimes I pre-record and just stream it, but it's really, I work hard. Don't get me wrong, but I'm so limited on my time now. And I've chosen to build it that way that when I sit down, I'm doing stuff like this. I'm, I'm guest training in a group after this. Um, there's different things going on that I'm doing that are intentional and focused. And that way I'm in my zone of genius, but I'm able to be there for my family. And I don't want to have all this money and this amazing business. If I never even see my kids, I should just go back to a corporate job. You know what I mean? So I think that's so impactful. What you just said about the 15 minutes, you guys, 15 minutes, because you're working full time. You're like, I don't have time for this 15 minutes. Yeah. And you have to be willing to let go of like, you know, not being perfect and not getting everything done, you know, like it, it's okay if, you know, the laundry's piling up a little bit or something, you know, like the other thing too is delegating. Um, maybe you don't have time or you'd rather spend the money to pay someone to come clean your house than spend, you know, two, three hours doing it yourself. Cause for me, I know it would take me twice as long as, as it would if I hired somebody, <laughs> like, it doesn't, you know, it, that time to me is better spent working and growing my business and making that money in that short amount of time than spending cleaning my house. Absolutely. So you kind of have to delegate those tasks that are, are more difficult for you. Or maybe you love cleaning, but you hate cooking, like mm-hmm. buying a meal planning service or something that's going to help free up time. That way you can um, have more pockets. Yeah, for sure. Invest that money back in and delegate. Yeah. One of the first things I delegated was sample mail. Sampling used to be really big in the company I was with before. And I was spending all this time sampling. And one day I was like, this isn't great. I mean, yes, getting samples, that was huge, but me putting them together, anybody could put them together. Why was I spending all this time when I could be talking to real humans instead of, you know, playing with samples. So I think that's, that's really, really important too. So when, if you could go back to your 
three and a half, four years ago, Heather, and when you first started, what do you wish you could tell that person? Like before you got into this and wondered if you could do it, what do you wish you could go back and encourage her or say to her? Hmm, that's a good question. Or what advice would you give? Because people, a lot of times I think for you, you were like, I don't have the money, but I'll give it a try and see what happens. Right. I think there's this question mark of like, can I do this? Yeah. Um, I definitely think that I would just, you know, instill that confidence and be like, you can do this. Um, just stay consistent no matter what. Um, fortunately, you know, I was able to like kind of push myself and find those trainings. So I did learn and grow fairly quickly. Um, but I know not everyone kind of thinks like, Oh, I need to, you know, find these trainings. I need to do this and that. Um, so yeah, definitely knowing that you can do it and, and staying consistent because it takes time. It definitely takes time to build and to, um, reap what you sow, you know, like it's, you have to, I don't know, you have to definitely invest that time and grow and stay consistent. <laughs> Consistency yeah. is key. Consistent and persistent. Yeah. Consistent and persistent. Be patient. Like be patient. That is, I notice that even with my kids, I'm like, Addison, just be patient. I know she gets it from me because I'm impatient, but I'm like, what an amazing quality, like with everything that you do. It's like, if we could just see that it will work out. And I also too, I've noticed people stop, go, stop, go because yeah. they, you're like, oh, it's not working. And then suddenly they <laughs> a training and they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to crush it. Or their company's offering some kind of incentive. They're like, okay, it's the stop, go, the stop, go. That's kind of shooting them in the foot. If they just slow and steady, then yeah. they can build something like what you've done, which is so awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I want people to know where they can find you. So if they're on social media, which hopefully you all are, where can people follow you, find out more about what you're doing? If you want to share a little bit about your summit, I would love for them to know about that. Yeah, of course. So social media, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, Instagram, it's at uh, Heather underscore Renee, R-E-N-E 77. And on Facebook, it's Heather Chambers. Um, and yes, I'm running an online series that actually talks about pretty much everything we, we covered today. Um, you know, how to run a business efficiently and successfully from home around kids. I've interviewed 21 amazing women in business, Kimberly being one of them. And I'm super excited to get this out to everybody. Um, the name of the event is Mama's Making Money. And if you would love to register and learn some tips and hacks from all these experts and how they run a business from home, drop link below, L-I-N-K below, and we will get over that link to you as soon as we can. And that's going to come to you in messenger. So you just have yeah. to opt in and I have an, a special link that she gave me. So I'll put that in there right now. If you, if you put L I N K, it's going to come in your messenger, enter in there. And then what will happen is it will be delivered to you via email. Correct, Heather. Um, when they click the email or the link, sorry. And then so they sign it. up. Yes. Mm -hmm. When they, when you enter your email into the page, I will send an email over that gives you all the details on how to watch all these videos. Oh, perfect. Okay. And it starts October 21st. Yes. Got it. Okay. So go and register as soon as you can. Yay. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. You have such an incredible lineup and I know that you sifted and sorted to find people that have similar values to you. So if you enjoy my stuff, Heather, what you, we experienced today, all the people that she's interviewing have similar missions and values and hearts and goals. And really, I think for you, the thing, I just went to a live event. 
the thing that really stuck with me is that is hearing all of these stories of people who didn't know anything based on their childhood, probably shouldn't be successful and are crushing it. And it makes you realize it like really gets into your subconscious mind that you can do this. There's a part of you that doesn't believe you can if you don't have the results that you want. And so hearing these women and these stories of these moms that are making it happen and getting those little nuggets, it's like us all sitting around, you know, at book club, just, just saying, Hey, you know, they're teething. What do I do? That's what we're missing a lot. And, and so to get together, even if it's virtually to listen and hear advice is really, really valuable and priceless. Yeah, so I've loved getting to know everybody and hearing the stories and, and I've learned stuff to be honest. Like I've, you know, heard of things that I haven't heard of before. And I'm like, Oh, that would be great to start implementing into my business. So it's, we have tons of value, awesome stuff, amazing speakers. I'm super excited. Yay. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So if you're listening on the podcast in the show notes, I'm going to put the link there. And then I'm also going to put, you can still register for my masterclass on Thursday. It's how to stop the scroll on Instagram. So I'm going to show you how to lay out your posts. So they really pop just simple tools. We're going to do Canva, Lightroom, a couple of my favorite free tools, but I've been getting such great traction and engagement on my posts. It's not just about, you know, them looking good. And then a lot of, um, a lot of people uh, want their selfies and things like that to really look, uh, look good. So I'm going to show you how to do it with not spending any money, which is awesome. So if you want to get into the masterclass, um, the link will be below on the podcast, or you can put L I N K if you're watching this on Facebook. And then also you can still get 20% off through the end of the month. If you're going to attend top summit, I'm going to be one of the speakers. I'm really excited. So that will be in Florida in February. It's at really for network marketers, but if you're an entrepreneur uh, in general, you can definitely come and get a ton of value from it. Rachel Brooks, Rob Spirit are going to be there. I think the keynote is Danielle Delgado, who she's the millionaire maker. So you won't want to miss this event. Um, going to live events, doing things like this with the online summits does fill you up, gives you the tools and the resources to really crush your business. So with that being said, Heather, thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate you taking the time and I know that we will be doing more together. Yes, I appreciate you. And thank you so much for inviting me. I loved getting to talk with you right now. And I'm definitely looking forward to the future and working with you more. Yay. Good. You guys go follow her. You're going to love her. And for those listening until next time, go out there and crush your goals and create the life of your dreams. Bye. Bye guys.